Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? Block talk. Man, it has been a while since I've been on here. We're going to start off with a little bit of a little music. Uh, hey, you done a lot of changing up on this block talk. Uh, hopefully I'm live. Hopefully we're bringing it. Uh, let's see, let's bring a little music in to get the show started right. Today we're going to be talking about uh, the taboo subjects. Politics, religion, money, uh, politics, religion, money, race, whatever you want to talk about. Uh, we're going to be talking about it today, and uh, so... Let's get started, and if you want to call in, let me see what our call-in number is. Our call-in number is 646-200-3762. I want you to listen to this song, right? This is a song I'm working on. It's called, that's where the gift is at. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit a few bars now. Don't, don't y'all hold this against me, because sometimes my timing is off. I'm a little tone deaf. But my time may be off on this, but when I get in this message, hopefully it's going to really be on time. Name the song called That's Where the Gift Is At. That's where the gift is at. That's where the gift is at. The gift is in the black. The gift is in the black. Boom, boom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All of the earth in the eye of a hawk, the color of a flea. Yeah, those things are all black. Yeah, they say it's a curse and they hide the fact, but if the truth be known, that's where the gift is at. 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 The gift is at. Say that part again. Say that verse again. All of the earth in the eye of a hawk, the color of a flea. Yeah. They say it's a curse and they hide the fact, but if the truth be known, that's where the gift is at. 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 The gift is in the black. The gift is in the black. I say that verse again. You need to get that verse. All of the earth in the eye of a hawk, the color of a flea. Yeah, those things are all black. They say it's a curse and they hide the fact, but if the truth be known, that's where the gift is at. 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 The gift is in the black. The gift is in the black. The color of electric and the color of coal. The oil of the original reindeer's nose. I got to hit that verse again. The color of electric and the color of coal. The color of the original reindeer's nose. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah, I bet you didn't know that. They say it's a curse and they hide the fact. But if the truth be known, that's where the gift is at. 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 The gift is in the black. The gift is in the black. See, this is a song I was writing with me and my daughter. 
And I, I, I got the music. I need the lady's lyrics down on top of the song. And my daughter's supposed to come in. It was her verse. She was supposed to say, Then why am I dark? The color of night. The color of Satan. We all know his plight. See, it, it started out they were teasing at school because she was so black. And I go into this little thing that black is where the gift is at. So that's what the song's kind of based on. Just kind of, I, you, you didn't hear the uh, monologue prior to it, but I'm just giving y'all a little bits and pieces of it. And, and I'm organizing, and it, it's going to be a, a, a real tight song. Yeah, now this is my daughter's birthday. She come in and say, Then why am I dark? The color of night. The color of Satan. We all know it's plight. Then I come and say this, you're not dark, but you are color of night, and that, my love, is the color of true light, the pure form of light of black as can be. These levels of light see the enemy. The color of dark is the fabricated lie, because when they use in the hospital, they call it MRI. Yeah, they say it's a curse, and they hide the fact, but if the truth be known, that's where the gift is at. 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 The gift is in the black. The gift is in the black. And it's going to be a tight little song. And then she'll come in and she'll say, um, she, okay, she said, my hair is nappy, got a whole lot of lack. If this is your gift, no, 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 she said, my hair is nappy, got a whole lot of lack. My ancestors were slaves because of this black. So if this is your gift, please take your gift back. I say, ah, uh, but let me deal with that. Your hair's not nappy, it's calling, young G. Help you to tune in every frequency. The frequency of hydrogen, the frequency of gold, the frequency of carbon that regulates the soul. They say it's a curse and they hide the fact, but if the truth be known, of the, of the gift is at. That's where the gift is at. That's where the gift is at. That's where the gift is at. Then I say this other verse right here. This thing called slavery was only a test to reduce the gods to the bottom of the deck, but we knew we'd rise at the point of time to reclaim a birthright from the daughters of the vine. Yet it says the curse and it hides the fact, but if the truth be known, that's where the gift is at. That's where the gift is at. That's going to be my theme song. That's where the gift is at, because that's what we're going to be talking about. Religion, politics, race, money, uh, we're going to cover the spectrum. So let's, let's, let's go into it. Uh, religion. Hmm. Now I'm gonna tell you something. All of these subjects are very touchy subjects, and and you you really start ruffling a lot of feathers when you start talking about either one on politics, religion, race, money. But these are subjects we got to talk about, and the one that I really like to talk about, I like to go into race. And man, I'm hearing so much commentary on on this thing called race, but I'm really seeing I'm hearing a lot of people get it get some things right, but for me. I believe in cause and effect. I, 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 I do a lot of studying in terms of uh, of science, so I look at things with a lot of uh, deductive logic. You know, I start asking a lot of questions, you know. So when it came to just the, the, the racial part, I start asking a lot of questions. When it came to religious part, I start asking a lot of questions. Now, let me give you a little background on, on the religious component with me. Born in the United States of America... Uh, came up in the religion of Christianity, and and you know, so I understood religion from the base perception. Grew up in what's called the Church of God in Christ, what they call sanctified religion. So, father was a sanctified preacher. And sanctified, those who don't know, it's kind of kind of borderline. Uh, kind of have a uh, a Kendrick in what they call Pentecostal, speaking in tongues, uh, being filled with the Holy Ghost. Uh, having certain uh, strict guidelines that they believed in. Ladies, at, at the time I was coming up, weren't supposed to wear makeup. 
they wore dresses all the time. Uh, you know, a lot of those, uh, uh, a lot of that has been uh, lax or relaxed. A lot of those uh, rules have been relaxed nowadays. Uh, but so I, I came up in with a sanctified background with a traditional understanding. But as I grew, I started understanding religion from a, well, I was seeking truth. So in the process of seeking truth, it made me go outside of the sanctified religion and start asking a lot of questions. And, you know, I started, you know, looking at the uh, Buddhist religion, the Nation of Islam, that now that really kind of caught my attention because it, it talked about some different things. Uh, 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 studied a little bit about, you know, and this is just the basics. When I'm saying I studied, it wasn't no going to school. It was just picking up a few books and just kind of understand the basic concept on, on different religions, like Hinduism, Buddhism. So if you go in too in-depth into it, you'll lose me. I just I just learned the basic, the rudiments of it. But, uh, but eventually I came back to the religion of Christianity, you know, because I heard people talking about how it really was something that enslaved the people. And I saw the enslavement component to it, but as I began to study more and more about philosophy, to understand more and more about science, start listening to different speakers, talk more about different things, I began to see religion or Christianity from a higher perspective other than, you know, what has been basically talked to me. Then at the same time, as I began to become somewhat conscious, not fully there, yet still growing, I heard people talk about how Christianity was enslavement too. It was a tool of the white man to enslave black people. And I saw all of that. But at the same time, I started seeing something deeper in it. I started seeing the the religion or the Bible as a book that had stories. And in those stories was couched divine truth. And so I believe that there's a supreme intelligence that's governing all of this and it would unfold certain things at the appointed time and if you just look at the basic structure of the human being and look at how there was an intelligence involved in the designing of the human being i'm talking about when you go down to the cellular level and go into the nucleus and look at all of this stuff that was arranged a certain way and there's a system there and this system has to make you know that there was an intelligence there that put this in place, even though I may have not been there to witness it, but I am a witness bearer that there's an intelligent design behind creation. So with me uh, at least being aware that there's an intelligent design behind creation, I now use deductive logic to say, well, is this intelligent design absent now as society or human beings unfold or is it unfolding also with a design in place and I and I had to understand that there was a design in place even though some things may look as if there is no design based on how chaotic things may be but if you can look beyond the surface and really ask another set of questions and using deductive logic you'll find that there was a supreme intelligence unfolding all of this. 
because it has a particular purpose. Now, let me say, let me tell you what I mean when I'm saying. I'm not saying an uh, entity resides in the sky because that was the traditional way that I thought. God resided in the sky, and he had these winged beings around him called angels, and he had his son right there. He sat in a chair, and the son would give him messages, and, you know, you would pray, and the son would hear the prayers, and every now and then he would send a winged being down here and help you out. That is childlike understanding. Those are stories, once again, and in those stories are divine truth. So now, when I'm talking about this divine entity, this entity is so intelligent it put a system in place. So when I'm saying God, I'm talking about the system that the supreme intelligence had put in place, and it is a self-regulating, self-checking system. So when I may say, I may say, you may hear somebody say, well, let me say me. If I would say, well, bread came down from heaven. It's not that an entity is in the sky and, you know, bakes a loaf of bread and all of a sudden it drops, hits you on the head and you fall down and, you know, I've got a concussion. No. When they say God gives you bread, it's the system that is set up. So the sunlight is here. The rain is here. The seeds are here. You don't have to go make your own sunlight. You don't have to make your own wind. You don't have to make your own rain. But because the intelligence set up a system, then when I'm saying God gave us bread, I'm talking about working, knowing how to work the system that the intelligence set up and understand how to work that system and you get bread and rather than talking to the system, you give the system where you give credit to the creator of the system. So we say God did it. And let me show you something. That is the original way that black people, I mean, we got to explain all of that. We Hopefully this little time period will give us a chance to talk about it. But when we say God did it, we understood it from a system perspective. We've lost that understanding now, and now we have been conditioned according to this cultural understanding where we've been made to believe that it's an entity in the sky, as I described, that is acting like a puppet master, if you will, and sitting on a throne and got his staff and, you know, and a scepter and just, you know, hearing all these prayers and looking down and just regulating things like that. That's not black people's original understanding. Black people originally understood that the supreme intelligence once again set up a system. And you find it in the Bible if you can understand it from the system point of view. So case in point, if I were to say uh, God gave me a son. Now, people who understand system know that a son, a S-U-N, like a, a boy child, he didn't just come out of the sky. He gave me a female, a wife, hopefully, and me and that wife got together and we worked our business and we produced a son. Now, rather than saying my wife gave me a son, I can be so thankful and understand that she was just the agent and I was the agent, then I may say I got a son from the Lord. Because why? Because the Lord set up the system, gave me the lady. I didn't have to go and build my own lady. I didn't have to build an inside. I didn't have to build a womb that the child needed to be um, stored in. All of that was there. So, therefore, we understood life from that point of view. We would never give the credit to the creator. No, no, no. We would never give the credit to the creation. We always gave the credit to the creator because we understood that there was an intelligence at place that was regulating all of this, put a divine system in place. So we would say God did it. Uh, here where I'm at, you know, you see this all the time. You see the signs that say God did it once again. But if you understood how God did it, we're talking about religion. If you understood how God did it, it wasn't talking about an entity in the sky. 
it was the people working the system and they bring into existence whatever they were hoping for. Case in point, you see a lot of churches, you see on the side of the church, people will say, God did it. But let's explain what that means. It's not a spook in the sky, let down bricks and building, but the people worked in concert with what they believed was the will of God, and you may have the pastor who had the vision. He got together with the parishioner, the people of the church. They may have sold fish dinners. They may have given car washes. They may have had rum and sale. You name it. But they raised the money, and they bring into existence something that was not there before. And now, rather than them giving you all the details as to how they did it, they just come along and say, what? God did it. That is how we originally thought. So now when you understand that concept right there and understand what I'm saying right there and you go to the Bible and now look at the Bible from how I just described, it will make more sense to you. So when you go to the book of Genesis and the Bible starts off in the book of Genesis and God said, let there be light and God created trees and God created animals once again. You just see God doing it, but it does not give you the details as to how God was doing it. It was individuals that were working in concert with that divine spirit and bringing into existence reality. And these people were melanin-rich beings because they were so in tune with the spirit that they brought creation into existence with thoughts, uh, with, with a thought process. You see... Really understand what I'm saying? This intelligence was so intelligent that it gave black people a history as to what they really used to do. So, but we don't understand it from the right perspective. You understand what I'm saying? So, when you get the Bible in the book of Genesis and open up that first acts of creating, the first six or seven days of creation. This is not a spirit, but this is a spirit working in concert with people who were bringing into existence trees and animals. That's real black history. And black people, you don't know that. Because when people start asking you to identify your history, what you usually do, you usually go to um, a time period when we created shoelaces or created elevator. I talk about the first open heart surgery. No, man, you've got to understand your real history. Your real history is in the beginning of this book called Bible. It was you who brought trees into existence. It was you who brought animals into existence. And you don't know this. And there was a time period that this had to be hidden from society and humanity so that you can go into what's known as a hibernated state. And that's what black people are now. You're in this hibernated state, but it is now time for you to awaken to the divine truth. Let me just make sure you understand what I'm saying. So you may think that it's outside of the realm of a human being to call into existence animals. Or you may think it's outside of the realm of a human being to call into existence trees. I think it's outside of the realm of the human being to call into existence animals. Let's look at the geneticists of the day. You've got scientists who can go into a laboratory and they can take a seed and uh, they can take the basic ingredients of something and they can go into a laboratory and they can clone a sheep. They can clone a tree. They can clone a fruit or a vegetable. And so when you understand that they're at this level of their development, imagine what a people could do when they were really in tune with the divine, what's called
called the divine energy. I'm going to get to that what made black people this way. So now you got one thing, and you got people who can, you got scientists, geneticists can go into a room and make a sheep. You got people who can go into a room and make a human being. You got people who can go into a room and make a tree. Now they don't create it, they can make it. So, so once again, what I'm saying may have sound far-fetched probably 80 or 90 years ago, but we're living in a time period now where this can make sense to us. So that's what I'm saying. So this is what we have to understand about this religion thing. We've got to make sure that we break out of this childlike understanding of religion and come to a deeper understanding of what that book is about. Because that book, when you have that book called Bible and understand it from the, from the uh, perception that I just told you about, it will make more sense to you. And that's what I'm here today. That's when we're talking about religion, but we're not talking about the childlike understanding of religion. We're going into the deeper understanding of what that book was about. And once again, now let's deal with black people, what made them capable of doing this. This is information that they don't tell you about. Because some of the information I'm going to tell you about, you have to use deductive logic and deductive reasoning to understand, because you won't find it nowhere in a book. Okay. Race. Black people, I know you got, I've heard different stories on this. We're not black, I'm not a color. But you have to understand, to relate to your blackness is to relate to that aspect that makes you like God. Let me say it again. To relate to your blackness is to relate to that property that makes you in the essence, in the image of God. Why? Because you have to understand the properties of what blackness is. And, and that, once again, they're not going to teach you to do I'm going to come back. Now, now, a lot of times I'll get scattered. But <laughs> we're going to stay right. I, I need to go there before I talk about black. Let's talk about just any color, the color blue, for example. What makes the color blue blue is it vibrates at a particular rate. When energy vibrates at a particular rate, the byproduct of that vibration is the sensation. The sensation means what the eye, what you sense. So when energy vibrates within a certain range, you will get a byproduct. One of the byproducts of sensation is color. So when energy vibrates within a particular range, you will see the color blue. That's because the energy is vibrating within a particular ring. Get a basic science book, a physics book, and you can verify what I'm saying. So now, with the color green, it's the same thing. When energy vibrates, vibrates meaning the rate at which it is oscillating. Well, got to use at the rate at which it is oscillating, going up and down, back and forward. That's what I mean by vibrating. And once it vibrates within a certain range, once again, the byproduct that you get is a color. So the color green is green because it is a byproduct of energy vibrating at a certain rate. The color blue is energy vibrating at a certain rate. The color red is energy vibrating at a certain rate. Now, race, the color black, is the vibration of all of those colors vibrating together, like mixing them all together, and what you get then is the color black. Now, i got to really explain it because the book don't tell you this because this is where they've been keeping secrets at and hiding information. I just said that when you take all the colors together and mix them together, they vibrate. So when you take just 
It's like it's like if like let me give an example. It's like the the number two, the number three, the number four, two, three, and four. That's seven and two. Hold on, hold on. Four and three is seven, and two is nine. Then you add another. Let's say ten. Those four numbers. Now those four numbers equal up to the number ten. That's what I'm saying about color. I'm using this analysis. So the number ten carries all of the vibrations of the four numbers that I just named. So when you look at the color black, you have in it the color blue, you have the color red, you have the color green, you have the color orange. And so black is then that which vibrates at the higher frequencies. Now, how is this how is this going to all tie together? Because when you understand frequencies, then you understand everything has a frequency. The tree has a frequency. Water has a frequency. Um, grass has a frequency. The sun itself has a frequency. And when you have the entire spectrum of frequencies on the inside of you, then you can bring anything in creation out of that pool. It's like saying the number 10. I can get the number 2 out of 10. I can get the number 3 out of 10. I can get 2.2 out of 10. I can get 4.7 out of 10. All of that is contained within the whole, if you understand what I'm saying. So therefore, what we were as black people, we were anointed with the whole spectrum of light, or what they would say, the Holy Spirit. So when you look in the Bible, the Bible uses you were anointed with the Holy Spirit. And when you have the whole spectrum or the whole color spectrum inside, then you could get on the frequency of the tree and make the tree. You could get on the frequency of the grass and make the grass. You could get on the frequency of the sun and make the sun. So by us being the color that we were, our color was an indicator that we were working in concert with the source. Mm. <laughs> See, we don't know that this black energy that is throughout the universe is the purest form of light, but it's of the higher frequency of light. Once again, you have to, and I, sometimes, you know, when you start getting it to this level, you, you go into a certain aspect of science that I don't know, a lot of people may not be familiar with, but I'm going to bring it anyway. So now these frequencies, are, because what happens is, go get your science book, and this is what I need you to do. I need you to follow me right here. You will look at the colors that I just named, well, the colors I gave an example of. And I said in those colors, they combine to make the color black. And now what they do to hide this information so that you don't know that it's black, they rename the color black. So when you got past what's called the light spectrum and they saw the color was black, rather than calling it black, they renamed it ultraviolet. Ultraviolet means that which is beyond violet. And that which is beyond violet are the different layers of blackness. You see, that's what you have to realize. You can have different layers of blackness, and they may look the same, but they're at different vibrations. What I mean, example, if you look at what's known as a microwave frequency and a X-ray frequency, then you look at what's called a gamma-ray frequency. These are higher frequencies frequencies of light, black light, black energy. They don't tell you this light because they want you to see it as darkness. Because when you look at these higher frequencies of light, then they may look the same, but you begin to find out that they vibrate differently. So once again, um, ultraviolet light is black frequencies of light, but they look the same, but they vibrate differently. 
That's when it's called the uh, electromagnetic spectrum. Like I said, and so when you get on the higher end, rather than calling it light, they hide the name and call it what? Let's make sure you understand this. Ultraviolet light. Ultraviolet light is pure, is, is black light, not purple black, because that's one again. When they give you, when they make you think ultraviolet, you think of this purple light. No, ultraviolet light is this black energy that you see throughout the cosmos. So when you look in, let's go to the Bible again. When you go to the Bible, and the first act of creation was the act of creating light. The Bible says, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. And God said, let there be light. A lot of people miss it right here, brothers and, brothers and sisters. Listen right to this, say it. The first act of creation was the making of light. Most people think that it was the darkness that was created. No, the deep was the blackness, and the imperfection in the deep was the darkness. Let's make sure you understand that, because you got to understand, because this is a key point you got to understand. Go back to the book of Genesis. It says, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth, and the earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep. That means there was an imperfection that had been worked out of the perfection, and then the supreme intelligence, which was the black people, separated the imperfection out of perfection, but they never destroyed the imperfection because they would have a purpose for the imperfection. Let me give an example. Suppose you, you ever had a pimple come up on your face? Now, that pimple is a poison that your body is working, it's working out of your body. And it brings it to a head, and all of a sudden you see this white pus. That would be similar to saying the darkness came out of the deep. That imperfection, that white pus, that white pimple is the imperfection that came out of the deep. You understand what I'm saying? Most of us believe that the darkness is what was created. No, the blackness is the light, and that is what the Creator said. Let there be light. So you've got now all of this black energy throughout the universe and its different layers of it. That is the deep. So you see, the darkness, once again, that came out of it was the imperfection. And what we've been made to believe is that the darkness is the blackness. No, the blackness is the light. The darkness is the imperfection. But let me show you now. See, this is what you got to. Now, this is why you got to get this part right here. Because this is where white supremacy hinges and black inferiority um, is plugged into. Black inferiority is plugged into that concept that you think that the blackness was the darkness. No, the darkness was an imperfection. Darkness is the absence of light or the absence of color because color is light. So when you have a green object, that object has green light in it. And to remove the green out, then you produce the color white. And when you produce the color white, then you produce a dark color. Because what is darkness? Darkness is the absence of color or the absence of light. You follow what I'm saying? You've got to understand that. See, if you don't know what darkness looks like, then somebody else can come along and control the narrative. And if they control the narrative, then they make you understand reality from the perception that they give you. 
So you've got to understand what a dark color looks like. And listen to what I'm saying once again, because I'm going to go back to white light and show you how they twisted all that around. Just give me a little time. We ain't going to be able to cover it all in one day, because how long we got today? Uh, if you, man, I hope, I hope this is broadcasting. But if you want to call in and join in the discussion, let me get the number again. We're going to get back to this white color being dark. Uh, the call-in number, the call-in number is 646 3762 We've got to talk about religion, race, politics, and money. And today we're getting into a little religion and a little race. Now, I just pointed out that the deep in the Bible is the blackness. The darkness was the imperfection that was in the blackness. And so, therefore, we separated the imperfection, but we never did destroy it because we had a purpose for that darkness. Now, and what I was just pointing out is what darkness looks like. See, they made us believe that when you look throughout the universe right now, you're looking at darkness. You're not looking at darkness. You're looking at a universe of light. Let me explain why it's light, and let me explain why we had to create it that way. Because energy must create a carbon path in for it to travel. What does that mean? Oh, yeah, I didn't even tell y'all who I was. <laughs> Man, I'm just talking. I'm Brother Yah. I go by that Brother Yah. I go Brother Yah, and so Blessed Brother Yah explaining what I mean. If you take a match, a, a match that you strike, or you take a candle, and if you light a match, you will notice that we have been made to believe that when fire travels down a match stem, that the fire is burning the stick. What the fire is doing is creating a carbon path for it to travel in. Same way with the wick on a candle. Because why? In order for energy to travel, it must create a carbon path. Because why? Carbon puts up no resistance to energy traveling. And anytime you have a substance where there is no resistance, the energy can move to infinity instantly. Oh, now that was some heavy science. You're not going to find some of the things. Listen to what I'm telling you. The stuff that I'm telling you is not in books. And if you don't have deductive logical reasoning skills, you won't be able to follow. But if you have deductive logical reasoning skills, you'll follow what I'm saying. And let me tell you how I'm able to get this. I have a very slow heart rate. My heart beats at about 49 beats a minute. That means I'm always in tune to the spiritual world. This is my gift right here. I have the gift of hearing what others don't hear. The same way somebody may have a gift of basketball or somebody else may have the gift of whatever your gift is. This is my gift. I'm a spiritual. I'm, we're all spiritual by nature. Well, black people are spiritual by nature. But by me having a slowed down heart rate, I'm able to go into the spirit realm and hear just a glimpse of something. And then through deductive logic and using science and mathematics and some of the books I've read, I'm able to knit together the truth. And when I put this truth together, if you can follow it, then it will, if you will be able to then we can link up and come together and really destroy this world, which is what we're going to do. This is what you're in right now. We're going to name this as the war room because we're going to really tear down this world of falsehood, false understanding, and people rotating on the wrong type of axis. Okay, now, where were we at? Where were we at? Uh, let, me, let, me, let me think where were we at because we're we hitting so many points and, and really 
this kind of information, you have to hear it more than one time because there's no way you can ingest what I'm saying in, 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 in one setting, I don't believe, unless you're already there. And the reason I'm saying that because, you know, cognitive dissonance means that, you know, you got conflict. And th- I'm saying stuff that's going against what you may already learn, so now you have to unlearn what you what you know and now try to process what I'm saying, and so it can be this this wrestling match. I'm saying that blackness is light. You may not have heard that before. I'm saying that darkness is really the color white and proven. Not just saying we're proving it, but we got to get back to that. We need to spend all night on that. We got to understand how liberational that will be for the minds of black people because we have to understand that Whenever a people are inspired, they're unstoppable. And that was the number one thing that they had to do with black people is make sure the inspiration did not come to you. See, once a people's basic needs have been met, the greatest thing you can do for them is to inspire them. Once a people are inspired, they're unstoppable. So now, I want to get back to this white. Hopefully, well, well this we'll get back to here and then wherever I was at before, it will lead me back into that. White is a dark color. How do you know? Dark is the absence of light, or we can say the absence of color, because we know that when something is showing a color, that color is a reflection of the light it received. So what white people did, what the scientists did in this world, they took the color white, like a white piece of paper, and then they sold, and because the color white looks like, White light, they said the two are synonymous. Remember how I showed you how I can show you? Remember how I said that certain blacks may look alike, but they vibrate differently? Even though they look alike, they have different properties, different names. That's what white people, or the white scholars, or the white philosophers of this world did. They took the color white, and then they looked at white light and said the two are the same. They're saying they're mathematically the same, which is a fabricated lie. When you look at a white object, the white object is um, conveying to you that it did not receive any of the light spectrum. That's what I just said to you. When you look at an object that is white, that white object is reflecting to you or sending a message to you, no light went into me. And darkness is the absence of light. Let me do this analysis right here. If you had a white T-shirt on and somebody had a black T-shirt on and we were standing in the sunlight, the black T-shirt would absorb sunlight. So we would say that the black T-shirt in the summertime is a color you may want to avoid because it absorbs light. Well, the white T-shirt deflects light. See, when you go to look, try to find this in the book, it don't exist because they made sure you don't know how to get out of this matrix. So they didn't put information in that it tell you. So when you look in, when you start looking at light, they'll talk about refraction and reflection, but you don't hear a lot about deflecting. So when, it, when light shines on a white object, it don't reflect it, and it don't reflect it. It deflects it. It don't absorb anything. So if it is deflecting light, then it is an indicator that anything that does not absorb energy or light is a dark color. Because what is dark? Dark is the absence of light. But they made you and me believe that the black object is a dark object. You follow what I'm saying? Please understand, because when you understand that, let me show you this. Y'all remember the movie Star Wars? And the movie is the first Star Wars. I'm thinking that's the first. But Luke Skywalker was trying to destroy the Death Star, and they were hitting at this place and hitting at this place. They were hitting it all over. 
but you had to drop that bomb in a particular chamber. And when that bomb went into that chamber, then that chamber was connected with all these other little corridors. And when he dropped the bomb in that chamber, that was a, the explosion of what they would call the Death Star. This is what this information is right here. This is the bomb that once it is dropped into white supremacy, it is the bomb that totally destroys it. They can't stand against you when you have this information in your brain. They can't make you believe that you are a dark person. They can't even make you believe that you're a nigger from their perception. Because a nigger, according to the dictionary, a nigger was a dark-skinned person. So with us having this understanding right here, we're not dark-skinned people. We're light-skinned people because we carry every frequency of light within us. The same way you can go to a black object and find every frequency of light in that object, that's what made us light. We are what's called cosmic light. We're gamma light. We're, we're microwave light. We're x-ray light. But we, we still are light people. Now, because they didn't want us connecting ourselves with light, because to connect yourself with light connects you with the supreme omni-essence, which is God, because the Bible tells you that God is light. That's when they don't want that connection made right there. Because if you ever connect with light and light is connected with God, that makes you a light man, which in turn puts you in the image and essence of God. This is what they know. The one that controls the image of God rules the world. We're talking about religion. And we're talking about race right now. And politics and money, all that ties together. But black people, you got to get this straight in your head first. And I see the time winding down. Uh, but we're going to keep bringing this. And so my name is Brother Yah. I'm just, you know, and don't think. I, I see, once again, you're in the war room. And so the information that I have, this is just the information to kind of wet your palate. Because all of us, I got to wait for all of us to engage into this, into this truth. Because what's going to happen, see, when we really start rotating and spinning differently, we will have a, an effect in the heavens. See, when you rotate different, you cause a new heaven to come into existence. That's when I say the Bible, when you understand it from the premise of being a science book, a math book, a chemistry book, an advanced geometry book, when you understand it from that premise, you don't go into it with the childlike understanding. But the Bible was so designed, it helps you even at the childlike level. It'll keep you comforted, if you will. And that's what it was designed to do in the beginning, to keep us at a certain level of comfort. But in the fullness of time, then the sons of God, we've got to explain all that means, because I'm saying terms, but all of these terms have meanings beyond what we've been taught. But when you become a son of God, you're able to open up the book and open up new information like we did in the book of Genesis, showing you that that's black history in the book of Genesis. So when somebody want to ask you what, what did black people do, and you and you grind here talking about, you know, I understand it's okay to talk like a child when you are a child. It's okay to talk like a child when you're a child. So we talk about, you know, the invention that we make, but you don't hear us talking about we created atoms and protons and created the configuration of, of the nucleus. We don't know that. We don't know that we create the mitochondria. We don't know that. But it's time for us to wake up to that information. And when you hear this information and your brain expands, when somebody asks you, well, what did black people do? You say, you, you say this. You tell them this. You, you see this oxygen you're breathing? You, you, you see... You, you 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 see the um, molecular structure of water. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the making of water. I'm talking about the bonding 
component that make water burn, that's your creation, man. And when you can drop that kind of knowledge on them, you watch them back up from you. Because this is the knowledge that you had, and this is what made you God. And this is where we're going to bring this information back. Ooh, man, we just scratched the surface. But to take away from this religion, politics, religion, politics, money, um, we're going to talk about it all. But once again, this is Brother Yah, and remember the gift is in the black. The gift is in the black. Uh, it, tell somebody about what we're talking about, and hopefully next time I hope you call in where we can where we can talk to one another. I don't want it to be a, I don't want it to be a monologue. I want it to be a dialogue. So peace, love, and I'll see you at the appointed time. Uh, and I'll say to you, Yamada. That's going to be our term. Yamada means. Uh, may the perfect balance of God be with you. So until our next time, brothers and sisters, like I say, tell somebody about it. Have them listen. Analyze. Give me your feedback. We need to talk. I don't need to be on here talking to myself. I don't need you. I, I, I don't need it to be. We got to bond. And, and, and please, I'm, and I'm going to bring some other people on with me. We're going to have talk because, you know, sometimes you may not know how to engage me. You know, you may think. you. But anyway, peace and love, family. And we'll talk at the point in time. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.